Hey everyone, welcome to Schoolhouse, where we believe every parent has what it takes to help their child learn. We're here to give you practical tips and encouragement so you can be a confident learning coach. This is the space where school and house meet. I'm your co-host, Mary Stackhouse, and I'm joined by our host, Dr. Erica Carr, and today we're answering a listener question. The question is, how do I help increase my child's confidence, especially when learning new skills like reading? So Erica, where do we start to answer this question? Well, I think there are five things that a parent can do to help boost their child's confidence, especially when learning a new skill. And I would say the first place to start would be this area of reflection. And I say reflection because oftentimes we say things or we hear things from our child like, I'm not good at that or I'm not a good reader. And this statement doesn't help them move forward, but if we can encourage them to start to reflect, really identify the details of first, what do you feel like you are doing well in this area? Mm -hmm. Or how do you feel like you are actually good? Mm -hmm. Um, And then helping them to identify and get specific on how they think they can improve. Um, That really is what they need to be able to take that step forward that does, in fact, build confidence. So, yeah, I would say the first place is definitely reflection. So how do they get started? So this is going to be, you know, your role as a parent coming in because when they say things like, I'm not a good reader, um, you, you know and they know that doesn't that doesn't help, right? Like Mm -hmm. that's very vague. Um, So it's all about asking the right questions. So Mm -hmm. productive Mm -hmm. reflection starts by asking the right questions, starting with the positive. So when they're in this space of they don't know, or I don't get it, um, you know, helping them to identify the positive first really does help to boost their confidence. So you might say or ask questions like, what do you think you're good at so far when it comes Mm -hmm. to reading? You know, if the area is reading, And I know this particular parent was asking about um, reading skills or experiencing this lack of confidence with reading. So you could also ask, what do you like best about reading? So that starts to help position their brains for the positive, Mm -hmm. right? And helps them to start to identify like, okay, I'm actually, I do like this part of reading or Mm -hmm. I am good at this part of reading. Um, So it's helping them to realize that it's not all bad. And it might also lead to some good aha moments of, well, I guess I'm not that bad or, you know, um, you know, I guess I actually do have this one little bit of strength. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So then I would say the other thing is to see, you know, once you've identified the positive, see if you can get them to state where they think they can improve. Because once they've been able to be specific about what they're doing well or what they like about the subject or the skill, um, they're gonna probably be able to carry that same detailed mindset into the identification of the improvement, right? Mm -hmm. So helping them um, by saying, so, okay, if you were to be better, what would that look like? And that is such a simple question, but it makes them take the step or to, you know, pause and then take the step of what would that look like? Yeah. You know, it's not just like, I'm not good, but if I were to be better, what does that mean? Yeah. Um, so, so it sounds like those key questions can really help them think it through themselves. Absolutely. That's and so really that good. reflection, like I said, I mean, that's not going to necessarily boost their confidence. Um, in and of itself, but it does start to help them to see, okay, it's not, I'm not all that bad, or it's not all that bad. Um, And I now have a clearer picture on how I can be better. And, and that's just, you know, creating that revelation for them in a sense. 
So good. So what's the next tip? Well, I think the other thing, so, you know, and if we're kind of kind of go in order of how these things might work together, once they've reflected and they say, you know, this is what it would look like for me to be better, that's goal setting. Mm -hmm. You know, you're basically moving into this process of, okay, here's where we think we need to go. So let's create a really good goal around that. And, you know, depending on the age of your child, of course, we're not talking about like getting out a pen and paper and or an Excel spreadsheet and like tracking your Mm -hmm. goals or something. I mean, we're talking about being really basic, but really clear with them on this is what it would look like. So let's, you know, say and and state the goal itself. Um, So once your child can paint that picture of what improvement or success looks like, turn it into a goal. And this could sound like um, you want to be able to read a full paragraph without stopping that is a great goal. And that's so simple, mm-hmm. right? It's one sentence. Yeah. But but you helping them to to really identify that one goal statement, not only are you taking their thoughts and you're you're making it very clear back to them, right? Right. Um, but now you're giving them a, a direction. You're mm-hmm. you're t- saying, "Okay, this is what you just said. I just heard you say mm-hmm. that success would look like reading a full paragraph without stopping." That's our goal. Mm-hmm. We're going to work on this for the next week or the next two weeks, yeah. whatever it happens to be. So clear next step. Yeah. Really good. What about another tip? Okay. So I would say um, after you've got your goal, um, so you've got reflection, you've, your child has set a goal, mm-hmm. or you and your child have set a very clear goal, uh, create opportunities for your child to experience success. And this is the same for adults. We do the same exact thing. We realize that we need to do something either better or more or some kind of improvement or you know we just want some type of improvement in our lives we set a goal and then we start to try to to work towards that goal and so your child's going to do the same thing Um, so you want to help your child decide though the right next steps so you might ask um, what do you think you can do to work your way to reading a full paragraph without stopping uh, hmm. And that's helping them take ownership as well exactly. of that that next mm-hmm. step. And so as you're coming up with the steps for success, you're going to try to make sure your child has those opportunities to experience small wins along the way. Small wins make a huge difference when it comes to boosting confidence. Yes. Yeah. So your role is also going to be to make sure that the steps are broken down appropriately. Mm-hmm. Exactly what we said Just before. Like us. Just yeah. like us. If we're going to try to run a marathon, we're certainly not going to head out of the door and straight into the marathon tomorrow. We're going to have sprint. to take, <laughs> no, we're not doing that. Right. <laughs> we have to take the small steps to get ourselves there. Um, what is it from couch to 5k or something mm-hmm. like that? Yeah. yeah. Uh, so those are the small steps. And the great thing about that process is it does give those, you know, building blocks to actually reach the goal, but mm-hmm. you get to monitor the small wins along the way. So your child isn't likely going to be reading a full paragraph without stopping if reading a full sentence is a challenge. So a milestone or a goal for the first few days might be, okay, let's read one sentence without stopping. Then you move to let's read two sentences Mm -hmm. without stopping. So these are that those scaffolds of learning that we've talked about before that we use in education all the time, but they also make for great small wins that can be celebrated along the way. So absolutely. Yeah. So I would say go you know, reflection, that first step of helping them to get clear on what's going on and how they can improve and what they're doing well, 
setting the goal based on that reflection process and then creating those opportunities for them to identify the right next steps and experience success along the way. And Dr. Gutshaw talked about practice, right? Oh, yes, that's exactly right. So, um, you know, pra- we, she said practice makes permanent. And that's, that's exactly it. You know, we set up like, okay, let's read one sentence and then read two sentences. And then we're working our way to that full paragraph without mm-hmm. stopping. And that's part of that practice that makes it permanent in our brains, especially helpful when we're learning new skills. Great, mm-hmm. great point. And that was episode seven. That which was episode seven. That'll be in the, in the notes. Yes. Okay. Check it out if you did not catch that okay. episode earlier. Episode seven. Yes. Awesome. So the next tip. Okay. So then once we're... We have our scaffolds, we have our um, you know, building blocks, small steps along the way to experience success. Um, you wanna make progress visible. Okay, so how can parents do that? So there are a couple of ways to do this, and this is all about putting um, the progress in front of them, um, helping them to see that, okay, I did actually complete that full sentence, mm-hmm. you know, by myself this week and or the two sentences mm-hmm. um, and helping them to see that they are, in fact, making progress, which will keep them motivated. So exactly. it's boosting their confidence right. and motivating them to continue. Right. Mm-hmm. So we've got a couple of strategies. You can use something called a confidence percentage um, or a chart that makes your child's progress steps visible. And I'll just give you an example. So let's say your child is using flashcards to work toward a specific goal or goal or skill. Um, And once a week, you might say, okay, let's sort the cards into stacks. And those stacks are, I know, I kind of know, and I want to know. So if you use these across multiple weeks, your child starts to see that I know stack grow taller, Mm -hmm. right? Because they're putting more flashcards in the I know stack um, every week as they're learning and gaining um, those skills. So yeah, the confidence percentage is the same type of um, idea. You can put either on a chart or uh, maybe on a whiteboard or mm-hmm. chalkboard, uh, zero to 100. And you say, you know, okay, how, how confident do you feel this week about reading a mm-hmm. full paragraph? And you know, they may start with, you know, 40%. And then the next week it goes up to 60% because they're feeling more confident. And then eventually they get to that 100% because they read that full paragraph on their own. And as they see that progress, it'll help keep them from getting discouraged. Oh, absolutely. And just think about it. I mean, they get to see, I mean, how exciting is it for them to be able to say, this week I feel like this, this confident, and this week I feel this confident. I mean, that is boosting confidence. That's so good. Um, And then the other thing, the similar about the sort cards and using the different stacks, you know, I know, I kind of know, or I want to know. A chart, same thing, on a whiteboard, chalkboard, uh, maybe just a piece of chart paper on the wall where you have them plot, you know, that week, this skill I feel like I do know, or, you know, so it's the same Mm -hmm. concept, just maybe on a chart Mm -hmm. form. So there's different ways to go about doing that. Oh, definitely. But the, and and the objective there is to help them see the progress, Mm -hmm. making that visible. Mm -hmm. And and parents can find things they have around the house to, to do this. Yeah. Yeah. Like, Dry erase board if you have it, chalkboard. Yeah, like and note I know cards. you've made, uh, yes. didn't you make a sort card out of cups or I something? I did. I had little glass jars, and then I had these plain white labels, and yeah, I just wrote, I know, I kind of know, I want to know, perfect. and put that on the jars. And you then you dump the, the, the cards, cards in. in it. Exactly. Yeah. So it's perfect. Easy to make. And I like that one because you can even make it really colorful. So. Exactly. <laughs> I know. I'm all about the colors. Okay. So what is the next tip? This is the next and sort of the last 
um, tip that goes along. And again, we're kind of talking about, you know, moving all the way from this opportunity to reflect, goal set, create opportunities to experience success or those um, next steps, next actions, making progress visible. So then I just want to reiterate praising your child's progress Mm -hmm. and doing that often. So not only are you going to make their progress visible to themselves, but you want to celebrate it as they're watching their improvement, right? So mm-hmm. um, do a check-in at the end of the week. Uh, maybe you do the sort cards at the end of the week each week or the um, confidence percentage if it's a very specific reading skill or math skill that they're working on. As you're doing the check-in at the end of the week, um, you're giving them that opportunity to see their own progress, you're making that visible, but then you providing that extra praise, it's it's boosting their confidence, but it's also really getting to that emotional side of their learning, right? Like you as the parent, you are involved. Um, They're going to start to associate their learning and their progress around learning with your affection and attention. All these great things that we as humans crave and love and need to be able to stay motivated and to be confident. Mm -hmm. Um, So yeah, I would say, you know, you checking in and offering additional praise as they see their progress, it does two things. It provides another reflection opportunity for your child because you ask questions like, you know, what went well this week? And it also gives you an opportunity to hoot and holler about what your child has accomplished, even if it is small steps forward. So definitely praise and praise often. Really good reminder about positive reinforcement. Thank you for that, Erica. And thank you for these tips. Well, guys, as always, we'd love to hear from you. So email us your question at schoolhouse at studereducation.com, and it might be featured on a future episode. That's schoolhouse at S-T-U-D-E-R-E-D-U-C-A-T-I-O-N dot com. Please share this episode with a parent friend who needs to hear it and leave us a review. Thank you so much for tuning in, and we look forward to having you join us next time at The Schoolhouse. You can find more on how to help your child learn at studereducation.com slash schoolhouse dash podcast. Thanks, guys. Thanks, guys.